Oh my gosh. Can you believe this, Britt? I feel like we're back from the dead. I know, and I was gonna sing that song I always sing, but I'll save it. Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. <laughs> we're gonna save it for like a particular part of the episode? <laughs> Just not again, because <laughs> everyone's heard it too many times. No, this is the longest hiatus we have ever taken. Is it really? Here on Still Not Ready. The Ready or Not podcast by far. We were like gone for like two and a half months. Yeah, we dropped that banger of a bonus episode. Banger bonus. But Ready or Not listeners, I'm Amy. And I'm Britt. And we are back with more episode to episode breakdowns of our favorite Canadian teen drama from the 90s. Ready or Not. Of course, here to join us for season four, episode nine of the show, First Serious Party. We've got fan favorite guest host, Drew. Yes, who's back? <laughs> there it is. Back streets, back. All right. Oh, and I just want to start off by saying uh, Banger Bonus was my nickname in high school. So. <laughs> was that like your porn name or your stripper name? Yeah, if I was ever in porn, it would be my, my, name, my name would be Banger Bonus. I guess nowadays it's um, your drag queen name. Or your oh, OnlyFans yes. handle. Or your right. OnlyFans <laughs> banger bonus. Banger bonus, Drew. Yeah, at banger bonus. <laughs> that's my Instagram. Check me out. Do not do that at work. Drew is Brit's longtime lover, former host of the Sudscast, Beer Reviews and Attitudes. <laughs> What's up, Drew? How was your summer? Oh, it's been a wild, wild summer. So much has happened. Wild. You guys put up that banger bonus episode <laughs> of 15. I'm guest hosting now. Oh, it's been a whirlwind. What a whirlwind. Well, I do hope everyone was able to check out that summer bonus episode where we broke down an episode of 15. I know I did. Because when you're 15 and somebody tells you. No, no Swift fans. I know it. But oh, no. I know it, but I don't know it. <laughs> no, it's no, one of those. I'm not a big Swifty. So 15 being the Canadian teen soap opera Ryan Reynolds got his start on in the early 90s. Drew, did you catch any of the show 15 when Britt was watching it? Uh, no, I didn't. I listened to the episode, as I mentioned, several times. And then I said to Britt uh, a couple of days ago that I was like shocked that I'd never heard of this show before. Even more shocked when... I think Amy said that it was like 60 something episodes. I'm like, mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy run. that it had a run of that long. And I don't have any recollection of it. Now I would have been pretty young when it was on TV, mm -hmm. but still, it's still. still surprising. Like it didn't seem to get rebroadcast or anything like that. Like after it went off. <laughs> I don't think it was like the reruns played at all. Like I didn't read that yeah. anywhere about any reruns of the show. That's so surprising because Canadian sitcoms or shows that were adjacent or aired at least on Canadian television at some time, they ran all the time. Like yeah. a show like Ready or Not, yeah. it would be on like every all day after school you yeah. come home and it's like, oh, back to back episodes of Ready or Not that's been off the air for probably two years now. And we're like just playing them because yeah. the rights to have them is so cheap. Nobody, I don't think anyone wanted 15. I just like, it's a, I think that's what it's it a is. tough one. Well, it's a tough I mean, one, man. Obviously, clips, someone yeah. did to order like four seasons. Like, <laughs> yep, serve up another season. That's why I was surprised. Britt, did you watch episode three of 15? No. Oh, come on. With the foreign exchange student? Oh. So good. The guy from Finland who didn't have an accent? 
remember. When I heard that part, I was laughing. I was like, man, I wish I would have seen Just that. watch like the beginning of, I think it's the beginning of the episode. Just okay. watch for that one part where he's introduced. The first five minutes. So just piggybacking on what you guys were talking about here, about not having ever heard about 15. We did ask listeners and followers who had even heard of the show 15 before we did the episode. Right. Only 35% said they remembered it from the early 90s. Mm. So it wasn't very popular. Yeah, like us. Like, we'd never heard of it. Yeah. Everyone else said they'd never even heard of it. And the vote on which Canadian Ryan is the favorite almost split. Hmm. Well, I mean, Ryan Gosling's really gotten his... It's Ken. He's Ken. He's Yeah, there's some hype right now. Anywhere else he'd be a 10. Actually, he came out on top with 53%. Reynolds with 47 Drew, which Canadian Ryan do you prefer? I prefer Gosling. You do? I'm a Gosling guy. Um, <laughs> I think I agreed with what Britt said on the episode, which is Gosling, I think, has a better acting portfolio. Oh, he does. But also, if... We saw Barbie and he's like really funny in it as well. He's been in other movies where he's been like the comedic foil too, uh, like Nice Guys with Russell Crowe, which was like a movie about a detective sort of thing. He was pretty funny in that. So he's definitely has like the funny side. I feel like Ryan Reynolds is just a bit much. I think Ryan Reynolds would be exhausting. Well, yeah, he's not like that all the time. <laughs> we don't know. I'm sure he's not. No, he really has made a name for himself. Like people want to chill with him. Yeah, because he's on all the time. But like, I would agree, day to day, if you were his friend, he's not like that. But if you're meeting him one time because you like won a contest to hang out with him, he'd be on the whole time. Yeah, actually, I was watching um, you guys. I'm 100% sure you guys don't watch the show, The Ultimatum on Netflix. No. It's on my list, but I haven't pulled the trigger. Yeah, it's like the show where a bunch of couples, like one of each of the couples gives the other person an ultimatum, like I want to get married or we're going to break up. So they date a bunch of other people. So this new couple that had formed was playing like a just a card game of questions okay. on this show. And the girl asked the guy... Which celebrity would you want to have a threesome oh with? Oh, my God. Did he say Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> the guy said Ryan Reynolds, not because he wants to, like, fool around with him, but he just wants to hang out with him. Oh, my gosh. That's a if weird If he's the choice of any celebrity to have a threesome with, he'd choose Ryan Reynolds just to chill with. So he'd make Ryan Reynolds his banger bonus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when he said it. I was like, come on. He must really like, uh, what's that superhero movie? Deadpool. He's in Deadpool. I he got, must oh, really that's like right. Deadpool. I got to call this guy out right now. I mean, come on. He just wants to hang out. Just to hang out. Yeah, I'm not buying it. It's that like Nick Lachey and her Vanessa Lachey. Right. Oh my gosh. They're doing that? Oh, yeah. Gosh. I really need to start boycotting their shows. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's awful. Okay. Drew and Britt. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. We're talking about season four, episode nine of Ready or Not, first serious party. This episode first aired in 1996. And if you don't remember 1996, that's when Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill came out. Ooh. It's like rain, not a wedding. My first CD, actually. Oh, wow. oh, interesting. Nice. Jagged Little Pill ordered it from Columbia House. 
Britt and I were recently talking about maybe getting the Jagged Little Pill musical ticket. Yeah, but you know what? I think it's like almost sold out. It's already almost sold out. They're only in Toronto for like two months. Yeah, I know. It's a short run. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah, that's true. Full circle. They were married. Oh, they were married. See, I didn't even mean to do that. There's only so many Canadian celebrities we can talk about. Isn't that ironic? That uh, Yeah. It's like rain. Yeah. Okay, Britt, can we have the synopsis for the episode? Sure. We are on Season 4, Episode 9, First Serious Party. Phyllis and Steven go out of town, and Amanda throws a serious party at the loft. That explains the title. That's it. <laughs> Uh, that's the whole whole synopsis wow I mean sure I could add a lot more to it but that's basically it would you say that they threw uh, a banger I mean monkey ears think so Did you like the new opening sequence? Uh, you know what? I did. And I mean, <clears throat> this is no fault of your guys. I know you're very popular. Uh, it's been a long time since my last episode. <laughs> so I don't really watch these episodes uh, in between being a guest on, on the podcast. What was your last episode? What was the last one you were on? The last, the last one was... Uh, bowling? No, it was the one where... That was the first one I was on. The last right. one I was on was the hate crime one where Amanda oh, gets into right. her Jewish faith. Oh, yeah. We had to bring you in because we weren't looking forward to doing it on our uh, own. The as I coined the episode, the Invisible Nazi episode. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, appreciate you picking a better episode for me this time around. I did like the new opening and... I definitely remember more of this opening uh, sequence from my youth, for sure. Like this, when I was watching it, I was mm. like, oh yeah, I remember that part of the opening and that part. And then the weird part at the end where she jumps on the bed for some reason. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh boy. She's practicing skydiving, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. But, but yeah, I definitely remember like way more of that one, for sure. First serious party. Drew, were you a party goer or a party thrower in high school? I tried to be a party thrower, but I don't think it ever really worked out well. I lived like, I went to, I was in French immersion school, so I lived pretty far from where a lot of my friends lived. So it was a little tricky to get people over to my house, although I wanted them to come over. I mean, it was super cool, but they just wouldn't come over because I lived so far away. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because you have to get out there. And you have to get back. Well, Maybe yeah. Like a long bus ride. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was, I think that was for a long bike too, ride. Especially once you got older. Yeah. I mean, I probably didn't start actually legitimately going to real parties until I was in like grade 11. Okay. So I was pretty late on that scene for sure. Like you go to parties when you're in middle school and stuff, you get invited to parties and stuff. It's a little different, right? Usually the different. parents are yeah. home, supervised grade school parties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like the unsupervised parties was more like grade 11 and okay. stuff for sure. That's when it really kicked off for me. I don't know. Maybe I just met like a right group of friends or. Or the wrong group of friends. In my case, yeah. It was probably more <laughs> the wrong group of friends. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So we opened in the school cafeteria. Amanda's complaining about her mom's boyfriend, Steven, because he irons his jeans. Again, I like the boyfriend. I don't mind Steven at all, but we're adults. He's a catch for Phyllis, right? Oh, totally. He's a catch. Like, if I was single and dating in my 40s, like, Steven would be my man. You could definitely have a chat about the weather with Steven. (laughs) Coupons. 
for licks. Coupons. Yeah. He irons his jeans. Great. That means I don't have to iron his stuff. I mean, that is Super a cool loft. He has a cool loft. He has a cool job. He has a cool loft. Yeah. So there's also some complaining about the cafeteria food. But I, I remember cafeteria food being pretty good in high school. I rarely ate at the cafeteria. Yeah, it wasn't like some schools, like the way they show it on TV, it's like they eat it every day. It's like part of a meal plan or something something that you pay into right but most schools in Ontario from our generation anyways you're just buying stuff on an off day when you like forget yeah. your lunch yeah right? yeah the Friday when it's like there's no food in the house like here's five bucks go buy a panzerotti oh was the panzerotti your go-to at the no you guys had panzerotti it was always a salad a salad <laughs> Yeah. Wait, you had panzerottis? Have I not told the story about the one guy who always stole hamburgers and this kid in high school? Go on. This kid in high school. Oh, no, no, I haven't heard this. His name was Sam. Yeah. And. Oh, you're going to out him. Last name? I'm going to take his last name. (laughs) I think it was Burglar, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, so for like. But it was like a year long. Every day he went through the cafeteria and stole like a hamburger. And so then everyone called him the Sam Burglar. Well, there it is. The Hamburglar. There it is. He got caught. And I think his dad was like um, is he out of a jail priest, yet or? too. Oh, so it was like, his oh, this dad is very- was a priest. Yeah, seriously. My question is, when he got caught, did he get busted for the entire year's worth of missing hamburgers or just that one day? Well, I'm sure they, how could they know? Did they build up a case or was it just like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how true all this is. Did they look at the inventory control and be like, there's something well, going maybe, on here and then like narrow down the maybe suspects? Maybe they looked at the cameras because I'm pretty sure there were cameras in that cafeteria. Oh, line. yeah, for sure. Ours had a camera for sure. I don't know that ours did. I don't know. He wasn't really a friend. Yeah, right, Britt. He also tried to get an OC club going. So like on the morning announcements, he'd always be singing the OC song. Wow. So. He must have been a real an OC <laughs> club. He yeah. was a real Ryan. <laughs> was he from Chino? <laughs> Sam Burglar. That's unfortunate because that's probably what everyone remembers about that guy from high school. Well, Amy, they remember two things: hamburger theft <laughs> and the OC club. I think he also had a crush on one of my friends. It was like a. Thing. Of course he, he did. Did he like give her a free hamburger? No, one time they went to the movies, he probably snuck her in. <laughs> <laughs> or like he's stole like, popcorn. He's like, hold on, don't get any popcorn. I've got hamburgers <laughs> in, my po- in my back jean pocket. He's been burrowing them. Saving them in his cheeks. And my stepdad irons my jeans so they're still warm. <laughs> With a crease down the front. Okay, so Nina's here. And she overhears Amanda talking about her mom and Steven going away this weekend. Mm. And Nina wants to know why she's not throwing a loft party. Sorry, we'll get back to Nina. I just want to jump in one quick second. The uh, person taking the money, did anyone notice the cashier working at the end of the line? Like <laughs> that, It was like a desk just way far away. It was just away. like a single it desk. It was like, let's just get one desk, put it in the middle of nowhere. In the cafeteria? Yeah. yeah, and the woman working it has this weirdo hair color going on. It's, it's probably like, the hairnet. 
No, it's like all gray and then it's like reverse aging. So it's like, it's all gray. And then I guess like, I guess it's the out there. It is aging. And then like the tips are all black. It's very weird hair. Also, all the, <laughs> also all the girls literally all just, gray. they just hand her a fistful of money and like no change is going yeah. back. Take like, it. Here you go. I know the exact amount. Well, there do. it is. They buy that same sandwich yeah, every we day. We have the exact right change. Here you go. And we're moving on. It's almost like just make it so they don't have to pay for the food. It was just a useless. Yeah. You know what? That didn't catch my eye. I often listen to the episodes and not really watch. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. oh, Especially okay. second time around. I'm just listening. Oh, this. yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So... Nina's bad news. Big time. Big time. Oh, we're putting Brit to sleep already. We're like 10 minutes in. Just Nina's such a bore. No, mm. Nina's, no. The opposite. Well, she's I'm not. Kidding. No, but this is sort of reminiscent of how high school parties started. Like, mm-hmm. somebody finds out, it doesn't matter who it is, but if your parents are going away that weekend, you're having a party at your house. Like, it could be someone no one's even heard of and like someone's like oh your parents oh party at so-and-so's and then the person who usually doesn't have any friends is like oh my god all these people are want to come to my house and they're like yeah they agree to it and sue bonus banger friday night right mm-hmm. right unless you live really far from the school area and then <laughs> you no can't get comes. people at your house yeah it's tough I think it's better to go to someone else's house than have it at your own. Hundred percent less liability. Obviously, this situation always ends up that it's somebody who doesn't go to parties. It's like I'm not getting invited to the parties, so I have to have a party. Yeah, she's gonna have it, and we all know Amanda's so desperate for friend, new friends, people to like her. So she's easily convinced to have a party, and this is when the Trevors walk in. Is there three Travers? There's three. Red shirt, blue shirt, yellow shirt. Oh, it's yellow shirt. I couldn't remember. Yellow and red, like, don't even make it into, like, the IMDB, like, credits. I thought there maybe would (laughs) be, like, red shirt Trevor. They're just, like, grips and other workers on the set that day. They're like, here, just put a leather jacket on. Just put them in a leather jacket and a primary color shirt. I don't really see what Amanda sees in Trevor. Oh, No, I don't think I would have been into the Trevors in high school. The leather jackets. Someone said they're, are they jocks? You'd be into the leather jacket, I think. These guys are like jocks. They're also dummies. Like someone said something about one of them like failing a class. Like that's not. That was him. That was main Trevor. Trev burglar. Oh, that was blue shirt Trevor. eating those hamburgers that he probably stole. (laughs) Busy's like, he flunked grade nine last year. He's flunky again this year. Oh, that's what she says. She's doing okay. like the classic no. busy move of like trying to tell Amanda like who's right for you and who's not right for you. These guys are gross. I don't think I would have been interested in them in high school. It's a weird sort of choice as for like these people that like Amanda and mm-hmm. Nina kind of have a thing for. So blue shirt Trevor. And this is, isn't this ironic? He's cramming a burger in his yap, mm-hmm. which he probably stole. He really stuffs it in there. He Sam Burglar. He gets like half that <laughs> burger down in one chomp. Yeah, he's really stuffing it in. But Amanda takes one look at him stuffing that burger in and wants to know what it might be like to kiss 
blue shirt Trevor. I think she thinks he'd be a good kisser. Doesn't she say that? She basically says that, yeah. He has a perfect mouth, she says. Sure. So this is kind of how Nina convinces Amanda to have the party, because if she has a party, she can invite the Trevors and then try and kiss said perfect hamburger mouth. Good idea. Hamburger breath. Probably has hamburger breath. Onions. It's going to have real gross breath after what we get into. I think Busy, though, Busy is also in on this, like, whole trying to convince um, Amanda to have a party. She says something like, oh, Amanda doesn't know how to throw a real party. Yeah, I don't think Amanda would be down or something. Like, I don't, uh, yeah, Amanda doesn't, like, a real party. And then Carla is back. Yeah. And she also says, like, oh, it would be the loser, loser event of the century or whatever she says. Who the hell is this Carla? Carla's Get out of here. I kind of like Carla. Like I said, everybody knew a Carla in high school. Carla is a bang on character I mean, for a high school kid. Carla is, I think, has better character than Nina. I'm starting to not like Nina, but Carla did a lot of weird things at the beginning of the season. Well, yeah, Carla's weird, but... Like with the IDs, she like stole their IDs, whatever. Oh, yeah, plastered all the posters, yeah. Yeah. Okay, loft party. It's happening Friday night. Uh, so in this episode, Amanda is like also really annoyed by her mom and Steven because they've now moved in. They're in. I don't know when that happened or when that was agreed upon. Like Amanda and her mom live with Steven now in the loft. Yes, they have moved into the loft. Oh, gosh, Britt. I'm just I feel so bad. We're keeping you up here. It's not you. It's 817. Jeez. Pack her in. <laughs> Pack her in. And we see that, we see like how annoyed Amanda gets in this next scene when Steven's flossing his keyboard keys. I mean, I kind of agree, Steven. Now that they've moved in, you need a studio. How are you like recording in this huge ass open loft? He's just writing. He's writing it there. If he's going to record it. Even still. It's going to be. Even still. Yeah, because he writes jingles for a living. That's what he does. Yeah. But I think. And this could, again, this could just be because I'm no longer 14 and now a parent. But I think Phyllis and Stephen are, like, really reasonable in this episode. I mean, sure, Stephen has some quirks with the flossing. Yeah, <laughs> with the exception of him flossing that keyboard. But, super reasonable. I mean, that was probably an expensive keyboard. Yeah. I mean, it helps with the play. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. He, like, doesn't want people to mess with his sound system. But he's being, like, super nice about it. It's not like he's being a jerk. No, I think he's fine. But, of course, everything's annoying Amanda. Also, Amanda tells her mom she's staying at Busy's all weekend. So that's her little yeah. out. So her mom doesn't know she's throwing a party. I got a bit confused here, though, because Ed Phyllis and Amanda have this, like, sit down, heart to heart thing or whatever. Right. Was that them saying you can stay here when we're not here? No. What was it then? This was them trying to bridge the gap of why they're now living in Steve's loft. It was sort of a conversation about like, I know we're in Steve's loft now. And I think she was also nervous about leaving Amanda like at Busy's for the weekend and them not being like close by enough. That's what I think. was. Yeah, no, but then Steven comes in and is like, don't play the music louder than the set volume, implying... <laughs> I did find you that part weird. There, there was, I think there was a bit of confusion there. Cause I remember just hearing or watching that part and being like, well, that's definitely an allusion to the music is going to get cranked up when they're gone. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute. She's not supposed to be here when they're gone. 
So it's not really making any sense. I kind of thought that's where they were going with the conversation was where Phyllis was going to say, like, you can stay here. It's cool. Just, like, be respectful. Yeah. That's where I thought it was going. Yeah. And then I don't know if, like, they got cut off and, like, that part of the conversation never happened yeah. or something. Because then later it's, like, say hi to Lucy for mm-hmm. me or thank yeah. Lucy. So it's, that's like, true. I don't yeah. know. There's a lot of trust there anyways because she has the keys to the place. Exactly. They're walking out. She's still at the place. Mm-hmm. So... Heaven forbid Amanda has to stay with her dad. I guess they're not talking right now because right. of the whole... Oh, the dad, yeah. The whole last episode was the whole affair bombshell. Right. Oh, yes. And remember uh, Melissa... Wow, it has been a long time since you guys I know. recorded. <laughs> I know. Melissa, the Ready or Not blogger, told us that they don't talk again for like a whole season. Right, because why wouldn't you just go to her dad's? Yeah, so that's why. That was probably just a writing move where it's like, oh, okay, well, then we just don't have to worry about writing the dad in anything for a while. <laughs> well, but obviously they can't be like, go to your dad's because then this whole party episode would never happen. No, I think all the writers in the writer's room at Ready or Not were like, really latching onto this Steve character. Get Amanda's dad out of here. We got to work on Steve and his jingles. <laughs> Dad's out. Yeah. Steve's in. Also, there was one moment in this in this interaction between Steve. What's Amanda's mom's name? Phyllis. Phyllis. Oh, God. Phyllis. And... Uh, <laughs> Amanda, where Steve's like, I'm going to meet the guy who wrote that jingle for the cereal you really like. And Amanda's mom lit up like a goddamn Christmas tree at that. The reaction to that comment from Amanda's mom, the close-up. He's going to get her an autograph. Yeah, she's going to get her an autograph. And Amanda is like on the phone with Ben, or she's like holding the phone or something. She's just like. She looks so disgusted. Yeah, she, her look on her face is just like, I can't believe you just said that. It's a nice gesture. He's a cool guy. He's trying. He's trying. He's a cool guy. Um, So Amanda makes some sparkly invitations for her party and hands them out. And everyone's in this episode. Like we get Sag, we Mm. get Carla again, we get Nina, Monkey Ears. ears. So they give an invitation to the Trevors, who they I don't think they've even ever talked to before. Doesn't seem like it because she says we have no classes together, but yeah. But the Trevors are obviously the same age as them because the school's only grades seven, eight, nine, right? Well, no. The tre- well, well the they're major- older because they failed. Because they failed. <laughs> yes. There it is. So they are there a bit older. Oh, those guys would be such losers. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Anybody uh, who yeah, like failed. Fails grade yeah. nine. And you like had to Anyone stay? in my high school. Yeah. If you were in a class with someone and it's like Although, that person failed I don't know. in your class. I would disagree because like- I think there was always like that one kind of dumb kid at school that like everyone liked because they were like a stoner or they were really funny. Yeah, but the only other people who like that person are also losers. I no, think. I think there were definitely some of the popular kids at my school that were like, oh man, he's so cool. We're like, they probably are smart people, just not academically smart at maybe. school. Or maybe we were smarter than them and thought that person's a loser. I re- I'm recognizing that person's a loser. Lo- saying loser is maybe too harsh for all your listeners who did flunk a grade. And I'm sure there's a lot of them. Um, I mean, they're listening to this, so. (laughs) I also loved how Nina in the episode writes free booze on just their invitations. Also, got a bit of a quick peek at that invitation. No address written on it. (laughs) So, like, it's just like. What does it say? I didn't even read it. 
Was it? It just says like a party. Loft, it says party. Amanda's loft, loft party. party. Oh no, it says loft. It says loft. Yeah. It's like it's gotta say loft. <laughs> That's the draw. Make sure they know it's, That's yeah, the draw. It's, it's at a loft. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, do you need to put an address on this, Amanda? Or oh, it's at the lofts. Okay, I'll know where that is. <laughs> well, that's funny because one of the Trevors, blue shirt Trevor, when he gets handed the invitation for the party. He wants to know if there's going to be any liquid. Any liquid? Yeah, I'm not. There going to be any too. liquid at the party? Duh. Well, he, he might as well say duh after everything he says. Like that's how yeah, much I hate he's him. Yeah, he's trying to be on the DL. You know, like so there's a teacher in the wings. I feel like if someone said that to me in grade nine, I would have laughed. Like at how I wouldn't that. have known what they were talking. I'm going to start saying that. As an almost 40-year-old middle-aged woman. I'm gonna B-Y-O-L. Be like, Bring your what kind liquid. of liquid are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. No. I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, I can. Oh, there's, just wait, Drew. Just wait. We've got a baby shower on Sunday. Everyone's coming. I'm going to let everyone know what kind of liquid there's going to be. <laughs> Nina picks up on that immediately. It's yeah, like, oh, Nina's oh, in the know. I know what you're talking Nina about. Nina knows. Nina knows. But it's interesting because on the invitation, she doesn't write free liquid. No. She writes free booze. Well, because so. you have to tell the audience. Well, yeah. All the old people watching don't know what liquid means. No, that's true because... I probably wouldn't have caught that. No. Uh, there gonna be any liquid. I've like literally never heard anyone refer to alcohol no, as liquid. No, <laughs> I like it. No, I like it. I I'm into I don't it. Like it. It's too vague. <laughs> I'm surprised Amanda didn't say, Yeah, I've got all this cola because my stepdad writes a jingle. Yeah. <laughs> we can <laughs> Well we have water like we can comes get out root of the tap. Yeah. Got water, it's fluoridated. Got some purple stuff. Oh, sunny D. <laughs> Capri Sun? Sunny D. That would have been great if Amanda said Sunny D. Okay, let's talk about Blue Shirt Trevor, because he's in Letter Kenny. Is oh, that is the he? main guy? No, no, it's not the main guy. No, but he's he in familiar. He looked familiar I don't know I if it's him. all the episodes, but I think it was like 37 episodes or something like that. Like, he's in a lot of them. He kind of looks like those Letter Kenny dudes. Well, yeah, but... but I have to say, and I was saying this to Britt as well after watching the episode, he is actually one of the better actors on the show. Uh, I found like really? that episode. Like I was like, nah, I didn't think he was that bad. There's been That's... worse actors on there. He's handsome now. He's a handsome older guy. He's a handsome older guy. How do you pronounce his name? Because I always just butcher people's names. Oh, Daniel Petronovich. Petronovich. Dan Petronovich. 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 Okay. Okay. It might be a bitch or it might be a Vic. Uh, Jevic. Anyway, I think Blue Shirt Steve and I, I also... Blue Shirt Steve. <laughs> Trevor. Blue Shirt Steve. That's, Trevor. Oh, is his name Trevor. Trevor? Oh, I thought his name was Steve. Steve is the stepdad. Oh, Phyllis. sorry. Yeah. Blue Shirt Trevor. <laughs> Blue Shirt Trevor and Nina. And because I don't watch the show, I was like, oh, Nina, like she can actually kind of act too. Because I said to Britt, like, Busy and Amanda are great and everything because they're the like backbone of the show. But sometimes their acting is a little stiff at times. And I find it's like too yeah. choreographed with what they say. Yeah. But I found Nina was like a lot more lively and actually it was like, oh, she's like. She's natural. She she's very natural. natural. Yeah. yeah. It was more I natural. Do, I do think sometimes they kind of give Busy these like one liners that just feel a little too scripted. No, there's some stuff that's off and there's some stuff that's really good. It's funny that you say you like Nina, though, because she's not in anything else. 
She doesn't do anything else after Ready or Not or before, I don't think. Yeah, that's right. Wow. But this blue shirt, blue shirt Trevor, he's like a bit of a legend in 90s Canadian teen TV. One episode of Catwalk, one episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, one episode of Ready or Not, one episode of Goosebumps. <laughs> he hits the home run. The trifecta. Yeah. The trifecta. If, uh, whatever. If you weren't in Are You Afraid of the Dark, can you even call yourself a Canadian actor? No, child actor. No, from the 90s. No, like were Gosling and Reynolds in either? Gosling, I think, was. Yeah, I think they both were, actually. I don't know. We should double check that. I do think they both were. I'm sure a listener will let us know. Sure, listen. Well, they just have to do a quick googly goo, which I'm so over. I can't even with Google right now. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't even with Blue Shirt Steve right now. Blue Shirt Trevor. Uh, I did it on purpose that time. <laughs> oh my god. His middle name was Steven. So Nina, like we said, she says yes to the liquid at the party. So now they need to fulfill this promise. Yes. Oh, this is like your whole high school. This is what you would do like every week before there was a party. It's like, okay, who can get alcohol? Where are you going to get the liquid? Where are you going to get the liquid? Yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, I don't know. I didn't. Um, Drew, maybe. Did you have a fake ID in high school that actually worked? No, I didn't. Uh, I was actually, I was able to grow facial hair by the time I was in like grade 10. So I was a pretty much able to get alcohol myself without even getting ID. <laughs> Just walking in. Yes, which explains why I look like I'm in my late 40s now. Oh, no, but that's why you started getting invited to parties at the end of high school. Maybe, but like I wasn't, <laughs> we only tried it a couple times because it's risky, right? Like it's if you don't very have your risky. ID. It's very risky. Actually, it's not that risky because don't they just kind of say no and then like you walk right out? Or you just like just go, oh, shoot, I forgot my ID, and then you leave. Yeah, so it's kind of like embarrassing, and then you maybe burn your bridges, as we as we find out later. With, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. You kind of burn your bridges, and it's like, but there was one time, I, one story I'll tell. <laughs> my friend, uh, Lucas, he had a fake ID, which was his brother's, which did work for him occasionally. The older sibling fake ID. Good yeah. one. And I had, I had an older sister, so obviously that wasn't going to work. But like he was like, you know, you should just try going in to the beer store and just see if they'll do it because he's like, you look old enough. Right. So I put on my best leather jacket. <laughs> of course. True. And like, I had a little goatee, you know, whatever, but like no one else could grow facial hair. Stop like, it. In grade 11, like no one really had facial hair. Yeah. And, uh, I went into the beer store and bought two 40 ounce bottles of old English malt liquor and they sold it. To yeah. Me. That's and what you bought. Not yeah. a two for forties. No. Couple forties, well, we I guess. Yeah, we were just looking. That's for not like, a lot to go around, though. Couple forties no, would only but, run you like eight bucks at the time, though. Yeah, that was like eight. It was literally probably eight dollars. That should have given it away. Well, that's what I'm 240s? saying. Forties. That's what made yeah. it. That's what made it seem so suspect in retrospect. It's like, why would I be buying two of these things if I? But was then maybe of age? they're like, oh, I don't know. But it's just two forties. He probably won't die from 240, so we'll just let it go. I don't even think way. we were like going to a party. I think it was like we were just hanging out in the summer. We were like off school or something. It was like grade okay. 11 going into grade 12 or something like that. Just to see, just to see. Yeah. So they have to they have to get the liquid for the Travers to show up at the party, which isn't really the case because if they think there's going to be booze, they're going to show up anyways. Right. 
True. Maybe once they get there, they realize, oh, maybe they like Amanda and Nina. Or then you could be like, it's gone. Yeah, it could just say it's done. We're all wasted. Sorry. Monkey Ears also comes up to Amanda. He's already heard of the party and is asking for invitations. And Amanda kind of like shuns him, which I thought was kind of a jerk thing. Well, she wants it to be cool. Why no? But who cares? It's like, what? It seems the like there's only like the six merrier. people that go to this high school, go to this school. So <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then Nina just gives him an invitation. And it's sort of like, okay. Then Nina kind of like tilts back after that for me. It was sort of like, oh, Nina's like inviting monkey ears. I kind of like that. Well, she just wants to get him out of here. Like, get out of my face, monkey ears. Just She just wants it to be a rager. So if it's like a million monkey ears that show up, it (laughs) It doesn't doesn't matter. matter. I mean, in hindsight, no one knows the address anyway. So (laughs) it's shocking anyone. Yeah, especially because it's like Amanda's new place. Like, it's not like the house she's lived in forever, where everyone just knows she lives there. It was kind of lazy. It's like, just make up an address and put it on the invitation. Yeah. Okay, but this is all cool because Nina materializes materializes a fake ID just like out of nowhere for Amanda. Mm -hmm. They dress Amanda up like a 75-year-old woman with red lipstick and off to the liquor store they go. So Amanda's fake ID says her name is Helga Umlaut. So Helga and Busy go into the liquor store because Nina's already been burned at this store. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nina. We're in grade 9. <laughs> what what did when did you try to buy liquor at this liquor store? Grade 7? And you've already yeah, been burned? Like you got burned already. Okay, Nina. I know you've had a rough past, but come on, 14-year-old Nina. So Amanda's complaining about the rose wine being six bucks. I can't believe it was $6. I know. I was like, $6? And beer was cheaper than a $6 bottle? Probably, yeah. A six-pack of beer would have been. Would have been less than six bucks? Yeah, because it would have been less than a dollar a beer. It was a dollar a year in like 2002. This would have been before that. So it was probably cheaper. I mean, their thinking is also skewed. It's like, oh, I get six beers versus one bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. But they don't know that the one bottle of wine is like 14%. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that they don't understand about this. I just want to break in just real quick because there was like a really interesting shot in this scene where they're in the liquor store, which is the camera is behind bottles on the shelf and Busy yeah. and Amanda are in front of the bottles. And it's kind of this cool shot where they're being filmed through the bottles. Yeah. And it's like this distortion effect and coloring effect. Yeah. You know what? It's really nice. It's actually, I noticed that as well. I said to Britt, watching this episode again, from not having watched one since probably season yeah. two, maybe? Or yeah. three, whenever the Invisible Nazi episode was. The cinematography has improved like exponentially. Yeah. There was several shots where I was like, I don't know. Somebody, whoever's running the cinematography of the way that it's being filmed, is like actually putting in effort. Yeah, they might have a they might have a bigger budget at this point. I guess so. So (laughs) they decide on beer. She ends up grabbing like two six packs, (laughs) and she thinks she thinks it's enough for the whole party. Okay, so she gets burned. This is how it goes. She's asked for ID. And he asks her to spell her middle name because it's unusual. Like, oh, that's an unusual middle name. Can you spell it for me? And she can't do it. And then he shows her the ID and the middle name is Anne. You got to remember every single thing on that piece of ID. And that's why the sibling one is so good because you know everything about your sibling. So now how are they going to get the Trevors to come to the party? Well, they're going to get some non-alcoholic beer 
pour it into an old keg from Manny's bachelor party and add soda water so it won't go flat. Soda water just fixes it all. <laughs> also, my, soda water would go flat too. My so. head was exploding <laughs> at points in this episode. <laughs> Being a brewmaster, yeah. yeah. With the logistics of how all this was going to work, I was just like, this is bonkers. Can you just take a... I, it's not like a keg keg. Can you take a lid off a keg? Can you just no. take the top off of a keg? No. No, they were like taking the whole top off and yes. like it was well, like a bucket. This, but this keg thing. isn't like pressurized with CO2 or whatever. No. Like well, it was just a tap that you opened. I think it's just basically a tap. Yeah. is a, a bucket with a tap. I at least give Busy credit for saying it will go flat pouring cans of beer into a keg. Because when I heard that, I was like, oh, okay. Somebody did some like thinking on this <laughs> yeah and then yeah and then we're like we'll just put in club soda i was like okay now nobody's thinking and then yeah it just devolved from there because yeah this was this was a stubby keg so it wasn't that much yeah. beer in it it was probably like 10 liters of beer maybe yeah they run out a whole bunch during the party they have to keep refilling it all secretly yeah, they're literally just taking off the whole top compartment of the keg, which yeah, the, the keg whole wouldn't lid. function. The keg wouldn't function if that was. Um, <laughs> did you ever try and pull this, Amy? Uh, like the placebo effect? Yeah. No, because I never promised people booze. Like that's not people got their own booze from various places. I was very hyper aware of the fact that if you provided booze for someone that you were going to get in shit for it. Oh, so you drew a line at that. Plus, like you were lucky to get your own booze for a party. You would never promise to get a whole party's worth of booze. And that was like everyone's own venture, everyone's own problem. You had to get your own booze. And for yourselves. Never would you promise an entire party's worth of booze. No. I mean, there's been a, a couple stories I heard from other high school parties where they would lie to girls and say, oh, yeah, there's booze in there. Oh, really? And it was just like, instead of like a screwdriver, it was just orange juice. And then the girls were all crazy. They got so crazy. No, but Nina, Nina has a good quote here. She says, you create your own reality. If everyone thinks it's beer, it'll be beer. And I don't know, this placebo effect, I do think it works because you're you're at a party. There's no supervision. The music's going. People are dancing. Like, the energy's high. Yeah, there's some adrenaline. There's some adrenaline. Like, yeah. Endorphins. I I, I do think there's something to that. Like, in Amanda's situation, this is a, a bad road. Not a smart idea. She should have taken it as a sign. Yeah. We couldn't get the beer. And then if they show up, just say like, oh, we tried. We couldn't get it. Sorry. Do you think Superbad got this uh, storyline? <laughs> it's pretty episode? similar. It's I'm pretty, pretty similar. sure if you looked it up, there's probably like a, a dozen sitcoms that have done Obviously. this exact plot. Because I remember yeah. there's an episode of Freaks and Geeks that does it. As well, they get kegs of non-alcoholic beer, which I've never heard of in my life. Like a keg of non-alcoholic beer. Because well, why would nuts. you ever really get a keg of non-alcoholic? Precisely, unless it's a baby shower <laughs> where everyone's pregnant. And then it's weird. I think there's an episode of that '70s show that's kind of similar to this too, where they get like a bunch of non-alcoholic beer and try to trick people. 
I think you're right. I think there's an episode of that show, too. So immediately after Amanda's parents leave for the weekend, Amanda starts pulling bags of chips out from under her bed. She's so excited. Nina and Busy show up with the empty keg and the beer, and they, like, start filling it up. Busy also claims to have rode the keg over on her bike. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I would have loved a shot of that. You look like Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been good. (laughs) That would have made the episode for me. Yeah. So, party's raging. People are drinking the fake beer. Music's blaring. People are dancing. It's a success. Purple shirt guy is really dancing. Oh, yeah. Purple shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, Britt, do you notice anything about the people dancing in this episode? What are they all doing? Put your hands up in the air. Got their hands <laughs> over their no heads. Hands, yeah. And the one guy is losing his, he's having his seizure. Yeah. He's losing his mind. His hands are, he's like one of those inflatable. Yeah, yeah. That's purple shirt guy we're talking about, right? It yeah. could be purple shirt guy. Yeah, one of those inflatable things. Purple, yeah. shirt, purple <laughs> shirt guy did some liquid. He did some liquid ecstasy. <laughs> no. no. I think Purple Shirt Guy just likes to dance. No, Purple Shirt Guy drank some of his parents' booze before he left his house. That's what's happened. (laughs) He's having a good time. Purple Shirt Guy has a notorious moment later, too. He does? What happens later? Stop. We'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. So we get a couple hints of romance in this episode. Monkey and Carla are like all over each other. Yeah, spoiler alert. And that's like a new thing. They become a thing. Well, I found what I found hilarious is Carla gives Amanda such a hard time about being such a dweebo and then thinks monkey ears is like the be all end all of comedy. Well, that's what's fun about Carla. I like her. She's growing on me. That's what I mean. But we also get. Maybe Busy and Sag getting back together. I don't know. They tried it. Which I did say happened at some point. I didn't believe that that was the end of Busy and Sag. One episode, one and done. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, because they're like DJing together. I think that's what's happening. They're like checking out all of Steven's keyboards Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, they're going to play. They're going to play. Yeah, they're going to do like a set. They're going to play. And Amanda like makes a big announcement. So the Travers do finally show up. And they come with like 20 other people. All in leather jackets. All in leather jackets. One guy has like a full mustache. It must have smelled like the Acton Hyde house over there because the amount of leather in that room. A lot of leather. It's just been like those leather no sounds. going to get that reference. I don't know what that is either. No. Do we know what that is? Look it up. Okay. Look it up. I know. Drew, I like can't even with Google. <laughs> I like can't even with how many leather jackets are in this party right now. Okay. I, like, I like can't even with purple shirt guy right now. Purple shirt guy. Inflatable arm guy. So everyone's drinking the fake beer. Everyone's wasted. They're like chucking right from the keg. I think this, I really do think that they have nailed the high school party, the house party. I don't think that many people ever actually dance at a high school house party. No. No, the no dancing one dances. Thing, the dancing thing, no, but like, you know, people rummaging through people's yeah. rooms, drinking, stumbling around. Monkey Ears does like this fake vomit gag thing. 
Like this was for me, this was like this was a high school party. Like I think they nailed it. The dancing thing, maybe not, but everything Definitely else not. I th- I think did they you did. Ever go to a high school party where people were dancing? Uh like dancing along to a choreographed Backstreet Boy song. Okay, well that doesn't count. One hundred percent. That's different. But like generally speaking, high school parties, there's no dance floor. There's no dance floor. I do remember my first serious party. It was in grade nine. It was freaking crazy. Like it was the same sort of situation. It was like some person that no one had ever heard of. Somebody found out their parents weren't going to be home. They agreed to have a party. The entire school showed up and it was wild. Like I remember thinking to myself like, oh my God, high school is going to be crazy. (laughs) Somebody put a phone book in the oven and turned it on broil. And then they like stood in front of it. So nobody could see Somebody threw a guitar like off the balcony, like down to the first floor. Do you remember that? Um, okay. Jesus Christ. Do you remember that marshmallow stuff? Like, um, what's it? What was it Fluff. called? Fluff. Yeah. People were like launching it with a slingshot, like with a spoon, like across the room. So you'd get like I'm a just... goober of fluff but in the you... side of the face. I mean, Drew. Do you think this actually happened or is she just like mixing like can't hardly wait and clueless and like one high school party together? No. Feel, in her memory. I feel like memory. I would remember in one of those movies is some psychopath <laughs> put a phone book in an oven and turned it on broil and then stood there so no one could see what no, was happening. No, that happened. Where was this party? Welland or Fun It Hill? was Font Hill. She lived in Font Hill. Mm. Her first name was Katie. Mm. I won't say her last name. But I remember it. It happened. And she did just what Amanda did. She picked up the phone and she's like, I'm calling the cops. Whether or not she did call the cops, I don't know. Because then everybody scatters, right? I don't remember high school. I don't think people had crazy. Like, our high school was pretty small. Mm. Like, it was 800 people. I do remember. In the whole school. I do remember growing up, there was a story. It was a friend, a close friend of my mom's, my parents. Her daughter had a party when they were out of town. And I think it was the similar situation where, like, didn't have a lot of parties, didn't maybe go to a lot of parties, and then it got out of control and there was some damage done. Like, I think there was a hole put through the garage door or something. And it was like, oh, yeah. I think the crazier parties that I went to were all, like, bush parties. We did a lot of bush parties in our area, too. Yeah. Okay, where are we in this episode? Party's going great. Is it going great? Nina's now getting... (laughs) It's good. No, it's going well. It's mm. exactly what they wanted to happen. Well, I don't know if Amanda wanted it. <laughs> Nina's getting drunk off the fake beer she knows is fake. And she starts flirting with blue shirt Trevor. Mm-hmm. And Amanda's like, WTF, Nina. Nina's like, I thought you like red shirt Trevor. <laughs> yeah, there's some confusion over the shirt color. I also want to point out Nina's getting drunk over the beer that she knows is not alcoholic. Amanda at one point yells out, they're drunk. It's like you... Bought non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> yeah, they're not drunk. They're not drunk. Yells at Nina, they're drunk. Because I'm pretty sure they were doing like keg stands or like something. like Yeah, stuff yeah there is a conversation where the two of them are like, what's happening? Like, they're drunk. Like, how's this happening? It's not real beer. Oh, and this is um, the point where Busy and Sag are going to play like this impromptu set for everyone mm-hmm. at the party. Yeah. 
But before that happens, someone knocks over the keyboard. Purple uh, shirt purple guy. Purple shirt guy. Oh, He's dancing so hard. That He's was dancing so hard. He knocks over. Oh, he knocks over the keyboard. Okay, yeah. But I want to point out, he doesn't knock over the keyboard. He bumps into Busy, who knocks over the keyboard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But still, he's wasted. Purple shirt guy. Yeah, purple shirt guys, nonetheless, at fault. Purple shirt guys having a time at this party. Okay, so this is when Blue Shirt Trevor finds the non-alcoholic beer cans under the sink and then announces to the crowd, Drew, do you know the line? Uh... No, I I remember. Is it beer? What have you been drinking? Fake beer! Yeah! Also... Why would you look under the sink for drinks? Like, when in your life have you ever gone anywhere and it's under the sink? Yeah, like, oh, I want to get drink. Tell me. I'm going to take a swig of this Drano. <laughs> yeah, no one keeps drinking. Yeah. I mean, also, the amount of times that Amanda is seen refilling that keg, somebody would have seen that. She's refilling yeah. the keg, like, yeah. under the <laughs> sink. It's like someone wouldn't walk up and go, hey, Amanda, what you doing under there? You need some help? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So Blue Shirt Trevor's like opening all the cupboards in the kitchen looking for more booze. And this is how he finds yeah. the, the non-alcoholic beer cans. And we've been drinking fake beer. Yeah. So all hell breaks loose. They start like spraying the fake beer everywhere. Well, food. because Monkey Ears tells Blue Shirt Trevor that he knew all along and told him at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, he did. Something, he did say something earlier on, like, uh, there's something off with this. And they're like, whatever, you don't know what beer tastes like. <laughs> it was kind of interesting because there's there's two characters in this episode who seemingly know more about alcohol than anybody else, but are really not involved in the beginning of it. Or yeah, like, Busy and Monkey yeah, Ears. Yeah, Busy and Monkey Ears. Like, Busy's like, well, it's a rosé. It's like she knows what the wine is and stuff. And then Monkey Ears knows there's something wrong with the beer. I'll tell you why those two know the most. Because they're from religious families. And at church, they drink wine. Yeah. It doesn't explain well, Monkey Ears in the Yeah. Beer. And I think in Italian families, it's very common that the kids get to have, have a little bit of wine, wine on special occasions. Yeah. yeah. So Busy is the one that actually tells Amanda, like, oh, it's pronounced rosé. And it's pretty sweet. Like, she knows what wine tastes like. So we also get, like, toilet paper flying across the room. Yeah, food fight. A vase breaks. A vase. (laughs) Is it vase or vase? I also loved when that vase (laughs) slash vase got unpacked from that box. It's like, earlier in the episode, it's like, yeah, that... That's getting smashed. Yeah, you know, you know, because it's yeah, a of it's about a law party, and Phyllis just got a new vase. While the party's going on, there's just a lot of random woo woo, <laughs> like just added <laughs> into the background. <laughs> it wasn't very subtle. It like made no sense that someone would just be doing. It was like at the beginning of the party, you like woo woo. Yeah, woo hoo. So this is when Amanda calls the cops, and before they even get there, Carla announces, like, oh, the cops are coming. So it clears out pretty quickly, which is exactly what you want to happen. Like, just say the cops are coming, even though they're not coming. Yeah, get them out. Then we get one more final scene at school on Monday. Amanda's saying that, like, oh, all the cleaning up didn't help because it sort of seemed like Busy and Sag stayed behind to help 
clean up and pick up the keyboard or whatever. But Steven's not talking to her or like still isn't talking to her. Something about a patch cord. And she says, oh, my mom is disappointed in me. Blah, blah, blah. She's grounded for the rest of her natural life. And Amanda and Nina are on the out. Yeah. You know what? I'm done with Nina. She tried to swoop in, steal blue shirt yeah. Trevor. I don't even think that's the worst thing that she did. She like was one of the ringleaders of starting all the party fracas. And that didn't even stay to help. Yeah, didn't stay to help clean. And then like on her way out, she like called her lame or something. Yeah. For calling the cops. Trevor had a good time. He was still into Amanda. Wanted to hang out. Oh, yeah. So Trevor comes up to Amanda in the halls and, yeah, tries to ask her out. She's like, oh, hell no. No. He was gross, though. He's, like, drinking beers and burping and drinking right from the keg. Oh, yeah. The burping is gross. gross. Yeah, he got beer all over his leather jacket. Um, The end, everyone. That's it. That's all. Many a lessons learned in this episode. Were there? Don't throw parties. Definitely don't throw parties. And don't don't provide real booze for your party or fake booze for your party. Guys are douchebags. Uh, Nina's not a good friend. And that's about it. A believable, I mean, a believable first serious party for me. Yeah. I dug it. I dug it. Um, Drew, the question now is, if you were to write the reboot premise for Ready or Not, where would Busy and Amanda be in 2023? What would they be doing? You gave me a heads up on this question. I I didn't realize that it was to write the reboot. I have something, although I don't know if it really makes sense for modern times because I don't think this is as big of a thing anymore, but I feel like Amanda would have followed in uh, Steven's footsteps and she would have started writing jingles of her own. And the first jingle that would have kickstarted her career was for WWF World Wildlife Foundation. Save the animals, save the plants. Oh, bloody hell. I think you're singing it wrong. <laughs> save the animals, save the trees. Okay, whatever. You, you know what I'm saying. What about Biz? Okay, what about the old Biz? Um, well, the one that I have for Busy was more funny because I don't think it would be relatable in a reboot. The one that I had for her was she'd, uh, she'd have a vintage 90s hat store where she'd sell all those <laughs> sweet vintage 90s hats that she wears in every episode. She has some great hats. She had one on in this one yeah, when, they go she to, did. when they go to the liquor store. Well, thanks, Drew. Oh, thanks for having me. Banger. It was a bonus banger. <laughs> banger bonus. It was a banger bonus. It was a banger of a bonus to have you on there. I'll come back and bang one out anytime you guys need, <laughs> need one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what, Britt? Instead of the polls this time around, I want to hear listeners' stories from everyone's first serious party. Oh, so you want the listeners to tell us yeah. oh, their first serious party stories. I don't even remember mine. So. <laughs> or just like wildest party they went to in high school. Because I know shit got cray at those parties. Some crazy shit at those high school parties. I don't know if anyone can top the phone book on Royal, <laughs> but we'll see. And then in the next app, we'll share some of our favorites. What do you think? Ooh, yeah. DM us your first serious party stories or wildest party wildest wildest, high school parties so my friends head on over to instagram at still not ready pod slide into those dms 
tell us about that party. Don't be shy. I'm not going to give away your name or anything or like out you to your parents if it was your party that you're talking about. <laughs> Thanks again, Drew. You're welcome, guys. Was that in the notes to thank Drew? It yeah. was in the notes. You made a point. Thank you. Third time around, you are our first third Whoa. time. We should have gotten you a trophy. No, Ooh. let's don't pump them up that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, we only is there only one season left? Yeah. Okay, well, I'd love to come on. I guess he has on. to come back. I'd love to come on for season five. Yeah. Once a season, once a season. Until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Brett. And I'm Drew. You've just found out we're still not ready. <laughs>